another episode of Ask Knuckles and Tim Anything. We started with Tim last time, so this time we're going to start with Knuckles. In your opinion and experience in the NHL, who had the hardest punch? I heard Dave Brown's left hand was like being hit with a cinder block. Thoughts? Mm, you know, um, O'Reilly, I think for me. Um, Dave Brown, he, yeah, he could hit, but I got in tight on him, and he had a hard time getting a full punch on me, you know? O'Reilly, his left, I, I'm going to tell you, dinged me. And, yeah, for me, that was the hardest I was hit, O'Reilly. I thought the guy on the beach hit you the hardest. You well, Nutty top. McNulty, <laughs> surely. He did the most damage. We won't say he hit me the hardest. <laughs> but he did the most damage. All right. What, what happened on the beach? Oh, yeah, it was after my first year pro. Was down, we were drinking down the beach, friend of mine. And we were punching each other in the shoulder. You know, we were talking. I was teasing him. He was drafted by the Oilers, Houston Oilers, football player. And I, by the Canadian. So I, I said, I, football players are big pussies. And he's, oh, yeah, you think you're top four hockey <laughs> So we started punching each other in the shoulder, seeing who could last long. So after about 20 punches, I'm dying. And, um, I braced myself like this, and I had, you know, lotion on, and it grazed right off my my shoulder and hit me right in the teeth, and I knocked my teeth out, four teeth. That's the Boom. only time, though, you knocked your teeth out, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got hit with a pipe. I knocked them out afterwards. I yeah. got hit with a puck, and it loosened, but they were posts, you know? So, yeah, that's wow. what happened, Maddie. <laughs> Wonderful. McNaughty. McNaughty? What's his name? Nutty McNulty. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure <laughs> Do you that, still that's talk of... about that with him to this day or no? <laughs> Nutty? Yeah, we laugh about it. It's, it's all water under the bridge. I don't care. It, 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 was, it was an accident. Pure accident. Tim, what was your favorite city to play in during your NHL career and why? Uh, Winnipeg. Booty shake Mondays, you know. Just, just like <laughs> booty. <laughs> no, shake it's, it was just always. You know, I I loved playing in Winnipeg. You know, Atlanta was good though too. It was just it was just um, Winnipeg just kind of had everything. You know, with the hockey, the fans, everything was just awesome to be a Winnipeg Jet. How does how did Winnipeg compare to Chicago? Both passionate fan bases. Well, I've. Uh, well, I played for the Chicago Wolves, so I played like you know. I mean, and they were, they had great fans, but as far as like Chicago Blackhawks, like not even close. Like Winnipeg's way more knowledgeable, right? So I'm gonna leave it at that because I got yelled at the other day by like a Chicago buddy that's like, "You can't just keep ripping Hawks fans." And I'm rip like, on. "I'm not ripping Hawks fans. I'm just saying they just yell shoot, like you know, it's the only thing they yell." So no, it's uh, just. The knowledge, knowledge of the fans in, in the game, and, and, it's, and that's like that in, in all of Canada. It's just different. Chris, who was the best referee and linesman who allowed you to do your job as an enforcer, and who was the worst? You can't name Kevin Collins, the, the no, listener Oh, said. God, that's the worst, <laughs> Kevin Collins. He, he, all he wanted to do was break up. I think the league gave him a bonus for breaking fights up before they start. When guys would square off, he'd always get in and try and break it up. Like, I think Bettman told him, uh, or whoever was there at the time, Ziggler, whoever. Anyway, I think they told him, the more fights you break up, 
you'll get a bonus because we don't want to see that bad stuff on TV. And I'm telling you, it's crazy. But um, Wayne Bonney was awesome for me as a referee, a linesman. He he was really good. I mean, if I got in trouble and I was down, he'd always get in where he could protect me. You know when people hit you when you're down? Like, I didn't like hitting people when they were down. It was, like, over by then. So he was good at that. I love Wayne Bonney, one of the best. John D'Amico was really good. Ray Scampanello. All those linesmen, I loved all the linesmen. You know, Leon, uh, uh, Ron Asseltine, Leon Stickle. Uh, I think Asseltine could have been an ass sometimes, you know, um, kind of like Kevin Collins. But Collins wasn't a bad guy. It's just I hated when he broke up fights. Do you remember any fights in, like, specifically which they broke up that you wish they didn't? Oh, jeez, Matt, I, I, God. I'm 65, Matt. <laughs> How's that? Now, Tim, I remember you talking about this on the Sopo episode. Which teammate had the strangest pregame ritual or superstition, and did you ever join in just to, just for fun? Uh, no, I mean, I don't even know. That's a tough one. <laughs> I, you know, I had my own superstitions, but they weren't like, you know, just getting dressed at the same time. I always took a cold shower right before I put my equipment on. Um, but as far as, uh, I always just respected Ron Hainsey's pregame warm-up. He just would read the paper and drink a coffee. It was amazing. <laughs> and then he would take a shower and stretch in the shower. It was like, and he played forever. Like So I always kind of was, you know, I would judge people's superstitions because all of it didn't matter, in my opinion. Um, right. But I never messed with anyone's. I, I got it. You know, I get it. But, yeah, Sopo, obviously, we talked on that episode. He definitely Yeah, was. Sopo had to fly from here to India yeah, and yeah. back he was, so he, he could be tired for the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, definitely he's up there. But, yeah, that's a good question. And I got to go with um, I loved Hainsey's routine. That's how it should be. What, what was his routine? He literally just read the paper, drank coffee. I swear. Like, never. And then he would just, like, take a quick shower but like you know do a couple hamstring stretches in the shower it was like it was amazing and the guy was never injured he was never on the massage table he just you know it was it was kind of just that old school i loved it <laughs> now chris if you were a referee today what absurd rule would you implement just to mess with the players oh oh what rule would i take the ipad to... out <laughs> yeah. No iPads on the bench that a danger to the other players on the other team. <laughs> I don't know. The iPad, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. But I am. Uh, like you've rule? tried to do that today is take the iPads out. You've written like letters. What rule? <laughs> um, you know what? Um, God. Yeah. The diving rule is already there, but, you know, I, I don't know. What is the question? What rule would you what to mess with? What rule would I put in just to mess with the players? Tim, what, what rule a, would you put in? I'm, just, I'm trying to it's think a toughie, for right? I'm trying to think for Chris. Because like, um, <laughs> it is a Come tough on, one. Come on, Tim, think for me. It is a tough one. I'm, I'm, what, what could you do to bust the players' balls? A rule, um, you know. 
Um, that is a hard one. I don't know. Might have to get back to that one. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm um, honestly drawing a blank. Yeah, like I I could put in the rule: your foot goes in the crease, you get a two minute penalty. Yeah, but if it I goes know it, in the paint. Two minute penalty. People will go nuts about that. Yeah, like or How's if you that? dump the puck in, it's a two minute penalty. <laughs> yeah. Like if is that what you mean? Like a rule like yeah. that? Where you... <laughs> yeah. That would drive people crazy. You can't dump it in. You can't dump it in. I mean Yeah. Two minutes for dumping it in. Fuck. <laughs> no dumping? I, I'd still be playing. <laughs> I, I would have never played. <laughs> well, the one guy who threw himself off sides on his own dump? Tony Twist. Like... <laughs> <laughs> He flipped it up and went behind yeah. him, and he went offside. Yeah. Amazing. Tim, what's the most embarrassing moment you've had on the ice or you've seen on the ice? Uh, ooh. Man, these are, like, tough ones. I don't know. For me, I used to just always, like, everyone just made fun of me because I was, like, short. So everyone would be like, hey, stand up. Stapleton, stand up. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm embarrassing. I'm trying to think, like, I definitely had warm-ups where I like stepped on a puck I'm just fucking slid I'm that asshole that's like sliding into to their end you know like we're like because you're not supposed to cross the red line and I just came sliding in um but yeah I mean there's nothing really uh oh that's that's another one these are that's a tough question because it's like there's so many memories I could think of but I can't think of <laughs> right now I don't know what do you you got any embarrassing memories Chris Embarrassing memories during the game? Yeah, you you only you embarrassed people. You didn't get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a whole lot embarrassed um, when I was out there. I guess. I guess the closest I came to being embarrassed was this girl sent me a letter, uh, and not that I was embarrassed, but she sent me a letter at the forum with a little tube of stuff. To put on my fingernails, so I wouldn't bite them during the game. Oh, did it work? But, no, I never used it. But I always, what I what I was doing is I was biting hunks of skin off my hand most of the time when I fought, and I would hit a helmet or something, and I'd get a hunk of skin off. I'd be, and they thought I'd be biting my fingernails, but. Yeah, I didn't bite my finger. You know what was but embarrassing? She sent me the fingernail stuff. It tastes bad. You put it well, on so you won't. Well, like, I know that stuff's gross, but I, uh. I what was embarrassing for me is when I would get like once, it only happened a few times, but like I would get stuck <laughs> out as a fourth line with like, you know, Crosby's line and the coach immediately you look at the bench and he's Screaming just like giving this one. Like as soon as the face off happens, get the fuck off. Get off. And then like Crosby and them would just be like zone time for like a minute where we're just stuck they're like just saucing pucks and then I'd come off and the ref and the coach would be like I told, I told you to get off it's like I couldn't it's like fuck you know I'm like geez just send me down this is torture <laughs> oh yeah Chris what are your thoughts on the Caulfield signing and how does it set up the Canadians for the future I think it's great I mean because listen the kid's a pure goal scorer pure no it sets them up good for the future as long as they insulate them. I and that, you know, put a big team around this guy. You know, give, afford him that protection. Listen, the Habs haven't had a goal scorer like that. Now, Pacioretty got his 30, 35 goals a year consistently. He did a hell of a job here, considering he didn't have a center iceman. 
uh, and I think of the best goal scorer before that was Riche, and before that, Guy Lafleur. Now they have a really a pure sniper in Caulfield. They got to insulate him, and um, I think it's a great contract. People say, "Oh, they pay these kids." I'd rather be paying the kid now than paying him when he's 29, signing to an eight-year deal, and you get three, four years out of him. That's mm-hmm. it. But you know, the, that's what it is today. You got to pay on what you think kid these kids are gonna do in the future. I think it's a great deal. When we had Hughes on, he brought up a story about Bergeron how he he would take less money for the team to win a championship. Do you think that's something Caulfield was considering during this this contract extension? He might have, but I, I think he has so much respect and he's got a close friendship with Nick. They weren't going to pay anybody more than Nick. Mm-hmm. And I think certainly that must come into conversations in the negotiations. But, you know, certainly if a guy like Caulfield says, oh, listen, I'm not signing anything. I want $10 million a year. Boy, that's not good PR for this town, or any town for that fact, right? You certainly got to get as much as you can, and I get that. Um, but, you know, he ended up getting paid a little less than Suzuki's getting. But uh, believe me, um, I he signed it. I'm sure he's a happy man today. Tim, what were, like, the biggest differences you saw when you played overseas compared to the NHL? Oh, just puck possession is probably the biggest one. The, the NHL is just, you know, the puck moves. It does the work. In the, especially in Russia, man, it was just like those guys are so skilled because that's all they work on in practice, like is like one-on-one puck protection. Um, and so, yeah, you just had like, you know, the time with the puck. You had an extra half second, which is a lot. And Nux, you know that, like, you know, I mean, I would be like playing with guys that just like held on to the thing for like a minute, you know, and I would just be like going back door, circling back door. They're this fucking spinoramina in the corner. And then just like, yeah, were you, oh, Tim, are you open? And I was like, yeah, 17 times I was open. You could have passed to me. But no, they were just like, they were there. That's the big, at least with, yeah, overall, I mean, Russia especially. That's why they're so skilled with the puck and they can hang on to it. That's definitely was the biggest difference. Chris, uh, what changed in the game to prompt fights after clean hits? I know you've kind of talked about this a couple of times, but. To honestly, I don't know. I don't know what has changed. Uh, you know what's changed? I guess the attitudes of people, the hockey play, the way they're brought up in the game. Um, it has to have something to do with that, this generation. Uh, I, I get it. Back in the day, and, and I guess, you know, back in the day, the fighting thing, you know, guys will go after guys if it was a cheap shot. Clean body check, eh, not so much, depending on the player. You know, if it was your best player, you know, and someone ran him, hit him with a good body check, you'd probably want to even that up. But not every, now it doesn't matter who gets hit. Someone gets hit clean, everybody got to attack someone. So, you know, I, I just, it's the mentality that they grew up with, I guess. I don't know. But, and not having guys that can drop the gloves. Yeah. Uh, now it's like anybody. Well, I, uh, yeah. 
I was we'll, thinking we'll like anybody. Uh, it's like I know this no is your question, but I want right? to. You know, Go <laughs> ahead. No, no, Go. I'm kidding. I want to hear your point of view. I was going to say there's like. What's your point of view, Tim? My point of view is. You little prick. Yeah, is no, no. I was just kidding. I was just sticking in my head as I was talking. I'm like, I'm totally interrupting this guy's question. Um, no, I was just gonna say, like, back in when you were playing, like, there's you really, there was really no pretenders, right? Now, like, anyone can fucking just like hack and slash someone, and it's like, is that guy really tough? Like, you know, back yeah. in when you played, like, you couldn't do that. Like, the guys that didn't want to mm-hmm. fight, there, you know, they didn't pretend. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I know. Mean, there weren't you know. uh, a lot of pretenders, no. Nope. And and again, back in the day, those guys, not many of them, like, I slashed guys like crazy. There were times I slashed guys. Yeah, but you weren't a pretender. Because I couldn't <laughs> You were a them. psycho. But <laughs> I, I never kidding. got slashed, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> which was, you know, and I would see like Matt's Naslin have all these welts on his arm. I'm like, I wouldn't be putting up for that. But the poor little bugger, he was so fast. You know, you go buy someone, and back in the day, you you could you could whack someone with your stick pretty hard, and you might get a penalty, you might not. And mm-hmm. and those faster, better players back in the day, they they took some slashes, no question about it. Uh, Tim, have you ever gotten into a fight on off the ice or on the ice? And uh, if not, have you ever been close to a fight on the ice? Jesus. Um... <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I get in a fight with my wife every day. Um, no, uh, God, not really. I mean, off the ice? Did you ask me if I got a fight off the on ice? The, I Bobby, meant, I meant on Bobby the Chocolate ice. beat me up. No joke. In third grade, this kid beat Bobby Chocolate beat, beat me. No, he bullied. Actually, I beat him up. He used to like bully me. I'd be along. Anyways, I'm one and zero since. The- <laughs> No, but I didn't have to fight uh, at all, really. I mean, there was a couple times in scrub, you know, the things happened, like line brawls, where I like, I mean, even guys, like, I would be out there and guys would just, it was almost like a lose-lose for them. They would just be like, you know, I'm either going to, you know, pummel this guy or I'm going to get well, beat gonna, up by this guy. Yeah. I feel like guys would, like, grab me in scrums, but then they just start talking to other people. Like, it was like, I was like the little, <laughs> the little brother. They just like, you know, so no, uh, fortunately, I didn't have to. I fought the puck, too, sometimes when I was off. My off days, my off games. Mm. Don't ask and don't ask any more about fighting or violence, please, because I can't. <laughs> Chris, Anyways. what's the funniest chirp or trash talk you've heard on the ice, either directed at you or somebody else? I guess uh, I think it was Steel <clears throat> Flurry. I was in with the Rangers at the time, and uh, I don't know. He was on the ice. He said, "Hey, Nylon, where's your bucket?" I'm there, what? what? He said the bucket to carry the puck in. I'm like, ugh. I, I, for me, that was... That's and then I heard Claude Lemieux say some stuff about people's wives on the ice that were just sick. And, uh, like, I hated that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, that's I would, rough. I didn't... Yeah. yeah. You know, Tim, what about you? You ever get chirped hard or you ever chirp anybody? Uh, yeah, I, I used to like chirp the tough guys in the minors, like when they went by our bench. And then like, as soon as they turned around, I'd tie my skates. And I'd like, who the fuck said that? You know, just be, so I would like joke around and stuff, but no, I never really, I mean, I don't know. A couple times, like, you know, someone, I don't know. I don't actually know, you know, not, no, nothing too bad. I kind of just shut my mouth and I, I'm trying to think if there's people chirping me all the time, I guess, but Go back to China, and I'd be like, "Huh, oh, Filipino." 
you know, like, <laughs> like I don't know, was that a chirp or was that just like, you know? But anyways, cool. yeah, that was really it. Mm. So Tim, you talk a lot about Mike Keenan on the podcast. What is your all-time favorite Mike Keenan story? Uh, man, I've heard a lot of stories that didn't even involve me that were just like, oh, that's a good. Um, I don't know. I heard so the year before. I mean, this is this is kind of just to make some who he is. But like the Mike Polino was the assistant, and I guess this Mike Polino, great guy, was like that. He was like Keenan's kind of guy, like for a lot. You know, in Florida when Keenan was there, I think the Rangers. And so Mike, uh, he used to uh, do the video and stuff, Polino, and and I guess the year before they won it, they won it all in the KHL and the in game one in the finals. Like Keenan's very. You know, videos seven minutes, thirty eight seconds. Talk about superstitions, like morning skate seventeen minutes, like just crazy, perfect every time. And I guess game one in the finals of this year. You know, I'm I'm kind of not. You know, Polino tells a story because he was there, but they did this morning video. You know, of the of the team they're playing, and it was like eight minutes in 10 seconds it was like and they lost game one and i guess keenan locked polino and the other assistant in the office for like three hours it was just like asking polino like why was the video this morning eight minutes and 10 seconds and then like they you know later that night at like five in the morning they lived in the same kind of apartment complex and i guess keenan texted polino meet me in the lobby and like polino comes downstairs and Keenan's in his pajamas like why was the video eight minutes and ten seconds like you know and so it's you know there's I get there's so many stories you hear personally with me um yeah I don't have any uh you know I mean I got my fuck you match I had with him but you know otherwise yeah no there's he's Keenan that's for sure the stories are probably good for days right so these these next set of questions are for both you guys. Who inspired you guys the most and why? Bobby Orr inspired me the most as a kid because uh, he was the greatest player in the league at the time and probably the greatest player ever in my eyes. So, yeah, Bobby Orr. Richard Park. You know, we're, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just naming like who are this? Jimmy Pike or whatever. You know those guys? Like Paul Korea. I do. You yeah. know where I'm going with this? Asian um, hockey no. player. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. He was an Asian player. No, yeah. I'm, 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 no. Jimmy honestly. Peck. Jimmy Peck. Yeah, Jim yeah, Peck. yeah, 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 right. yeah. Jimmy Peck. Um, no, I was a big. Uh, I grew up a huge diehard Steve Eiserman fan, for sure. Until he started like blocking shots and shit. Like then I was just like I'm out. But but uh, no, he. I grew up a big Red Wings fan. Um, and and I was a huge Red Wings fan. But he was the, he was the guy. So I just, I was 19. My birthday's 19. You know, in the NHL, I was like 56 or something. So I didn't really get a chance to choose my number. But yeah, Steve Eiserman. If you guys could swap positions with any player on any team that you played played on, who would you choose and why? Swap positions? So if you could like be them for a game, be who them would you? For a... oh. Yeah. I mean, mm. Cole Caulfield. Go ahead. <laughs> Cole Caulfield, he just got that. Con- I'd love to get that con- contract. Today. No, no, no. Someone you play with? Oh, yeah. Someone, someone that you oh, played with. I just with. thought you said someone in life. I was just like, yeah, I'd, mm. yeah. Someone we play with. If I could switch. Who are you asking switch. here? Both of us? Yeah, yeah. both. Both of you okay. guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Ray Bork. So Why? You, yeah. Played twenty years and may, I would have made lots of money. 
Pavel, Joe Pavelski. There you go. Or Blake Wheeler. You know, I got to say him, you know. No, but no. Yeah, but no, one or the other. Oh, Tim. Chris, Chris said two. no Blake Wheeler. So Joe Pavelski. So Wheels, <laughs> this Chris two. told me not. One yeah. of the two. <laughs> Pavelski. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> if you were stranded on a deserted island with three former NHL players, who would you want to be with you? Mm. Shelly. Tim <laughs> and Brent Gretzky. He played like four games, right? You know yeah. Brent at all? No, I'm just that was so I, I got Sorry. Tim, I got Shelly, and um let me think. I need someone that's outdoorsy. No, Brian Scridland. Oh man. Okay, so Knox. We have some laughs. I got Knox. <laughs> um, I got. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Chelly's a good one, but you know, I'm gonna. I, I can't just bring a bunch of old guys on this island, right? So <laughs> let me let me think here. You're like I want to like hang out with them. Um, so Knox and uh, gotta go with like yeah. I can go Wheeler Pavelski. I mean Bufflin, Big Buff. You know he'd buy fish for me, right? Uh, he, so he's or is that four? Three. Okay. All right. You can Knox, pick three. Knox, Wheeler, Bufflin. There you go. Is that three? Yeah. There we go. Can you describe <laughs> the first goal you had in the NHL and what was your thought process after? Like, what was going through your head? My first? Both. Both My first, uh, it sucked. Like, yeah. Bob Gainey ran into the goalie, knocked him over. The puck got thrown in the front, and it was laying there in the crease, and I just went up and, like, poked it in. And I'm thinking, that was easy, but it sucked for my Mine, Mine goal. was awful. <laughs> right? Mine's yeah, it was, like, this broken-down play that, like, the um, Elliott in Ottawa was, like, went to literally, like, freeze the puck, and then I, like, jabbed at it. And the puck squirted free, and it, was, it didn't even go in. It was just sitting there back door, and, like, Jason Spezza, who was on Ottawa, went to go grab it, like, stick it, and he shot it in. And I, I scored. That was my goal. So, like, I came back to the bench. It was like, so talk about embarrassing moment. Yeah, my first NHL goal was embarrassing, <laughs> you know, So because it was like, honestly, it was like, and then, like, you know. I was Jason Blake was asking like, did you touch it? Like I'm like, come on, man! I'm not gonna like fucking go to the video here on my first NHL goal. Like you can have it. <laughs> so, so yeah. this last one's a little different. It's a Mount Rushmore. So you guys are gonna go through and draft the best NHL cities, and you can't choose one. So if Chris chooses Montreal, Tim, you can't choose it. Okay. Who has so the which, first pick though? Yeah, who, who? You guys decide who gets the first pick. All right, throw fingers. Games played. Games played. <laughs> what are we doing? Like a rock, throw paper, fingers. Oh, man. So what's that even mean? Throw fingers. So you throw a one violent. or a two or okay. four, and we call even or odds. And I'll call it. Ready? Throw fingers. Even. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you just make that game, the entire game up? No. I was like, man, this is a good, you know, I got a good chance here. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, now, the, no, no, what city? Go ahead, Snucks. You're first. You won. These the cities game. where we're going to play, where we like to play, or we just yeah, like just to go and party? Ooh. Like, both. You take into okay. account the <laughs> arena, the fans, right, and okay. then also the nightlife. 
Go ahead. No, you won. Go. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to pick Montreal first. Yeah, I was going to go Winnipeg. Ooh. I know. LA. Hey, listen. It's LA. Personal, personal preference. LA. I'm going to go Tampa. Ooh. Like, I'm just banging these party cities out. Like, you get, clearly you knew where my head was at um, in my career. I'm going to go, surprisingly, Vancouver. Ooh, that's a good that's that's a good Vancouver. One. That's a good one. Why um, there? Oh, it's a beautiful city. I love it. I love it. And I just I'd go salmon fishing all summer if I could. That was another way of saying like the broads as a girl, no. right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um no, yeah, I go I go salmon fishing too, nuts. Uh anyways. <laughs> Uh, Chicago. I gotta go Chicago. Wait, Just, am I done? No, no. Did you, you, say you, four? You, you said three. You I said got three. one more. I thought yeah, you I said, said four. Did yeah. you say four? Mount Rushmore. Is it? I thought it was like seven on Mount Rushmore. Oh, okay. it's only. Is, how many are on Mount Rushmore? Four. Yeah, I got four. I got Winnipeg, Tampa, and Chicago right now. You got Montreal, Vancouver, and I don't know where else. LA. You said. Quebec or something. Montreal, okay, LA. LA, Vancouver. Um. I'm gonna put Boston in there. Ooh, yeah. Awesome fans, awesome town, ocean. I mean, close. I gotta put Vegas. Oh, <laughs> I, I gotta, miss Vegas. I, I gotta put Vegas. I know it's the last thing to city. I mean, they weren't even there when I was playing, but yeah, now they are. So, but I'm not changing. No. Yeah, I ain't. Oh, you know what? I forgot. There's so much. There's probably like Anaheim. Is Another one. Seattle. I love Seattle. Detroit. But I can't put them up there. I already got my four. Detroit. I'm in. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm in. Um, yeah, so I got mine. Yeah. I won. So that's all she wrote. You might, I won. My Mount Rushmore is better. <laughs> mine is. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Raw Knuckles Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe.